Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome back. What is up? I know. Man, it is summertime and yeah. it's hot. It is hot. It's like 102 outside right now. Yeah, for those of you that aren't aware, we're in Texas and it's freaking hot. I have a friend that was just moving here literally today. Did you tell him don't do it? <laughs> no, <laughs> I've been begging him to move here. Um, he is a faithful listener. Hey, Dill. Um, but he's moving from Florida. So oh, it's like, that's even worse. Yeah. But the heat. He, as he's driving in, he's like, what is this? And he's showing me on his map and it says excessive heat warning. I was like, yeah, that's a thing here. You know, like just yeah. FYI. Yeah. It's hot. It is freaking hot. But you know what that's good for? Two things. Sitting in the pool and reading a book. As long as you're either in the pool or not outside and not in a pool. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, I'm going inside. (laughs) With the AC. No kidding. So we are covering The Confidence of Wildflowers by Michaela Schmelzer. I like that last name. I do too. I do too. Um, So on Goodreads, it's a 4.10 with 30,000 ratings and about 4,000 reviews. Also, just want to preface this for all of our listeners. This does have some trigger warnings. Very much so. Some pretty significant trigger warnings. So proceed with caution and look that up. I mean, nine times out of ten, if you're listening to this, you already know. But just in case you don't. Yeah. Um, I remember texting you whenever I was almost finished with the book. I was like, what the F? Yeah. And I was so pissed because I was having such a great day. I know. It's heartbreaking. And then it went to shit. Seriously. It's heartbreaking. Um, What did you rate this book personally? So on Goodreads, I gave it a five because I felt like it didn't deserve less than that, like on a physical star scale. But if I would have been able to customize my rating, I would have probably given it a 4.5 cuz i didn't necessarily think it i mean it was great um it wasn't like a superstar 5 for me but it was it was up there it was really good it was probably a 4.5 okay what about you um so on goodreads i gave it a 4 <gasps> but i had the opposite <laughs> of you like well mine was about a 4.5 yeah but i was like it's not quite a 5 and i've been pushing myself to not to be yeah. honest. To be honest and yeah. not give fives where I don't think that it's a five. If it's not a pen pal, then, or a Frida book, I'm not going to give it a five at this point. Unless it, like, <laughs> real, really knocks my socks off. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, I would say 4.5 for me. Um, I did like it. It took me a whole hot second to, like, really, like, truly get into it. Mm-hmm. But once I got into it, I was like, ooh. 
hey, I like this. Mm-hmm. Me um, too. And I like how this book, it kind of just like starts. Like you don't get a bunch of background. You don't get a bunch of yeah, you kind of dialogue. Like it just goes in right into the story. And that's what I like. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do like that as well. I think that um, you get like the background where you need the background within the story as right. it's coming about. Right. Which I did like on that. Um, so also have to pause and say shout out to our book club member. Amanda. Good job, Amanda, on picking that book. This was really good. I had to message her on Facebook and I was like, okay, this was really good. Yeah. And I know that like for for me personally, summer has really like gotten away from me. Mm-hmm. And so I did not get to read it in the month when everybody else did, but I was dedicated to finish reading it. Yeah. And I really wish that I would have read it whenever everybody else did because I know I was like, oh, you know, it's such a cute story. And everybody was looking at me like I was crazy. And I was like, no, it, it's great. And they were like, you haven't finished reading it. I'm like, no, I haven't. And that's okay. Like, yeah, it's totally fine. Well, it's you weren't alone because I didn't either because we moved and I just, I don't know. I was too worried about like unpacking and doing all that. And I just ha- had no desire to read, to be honest with you. Right. So it's not that I didn't want to read it. I just didn't want to read it all. Yeah. You know? But whenever I said, oh, it's a cute story, everybody looked at me crazy. and They're like, girl, no, it ain't. And then I <laughs> finally got to figure out why it wasn't a cute story. And I was like, oh, shit, my heart is ripped out. Like, literally, somebody ripped it out and stomped on it. And I was Several not times. Yeah. Several times. I was so upset about it. I know. It was very sad. Uh, I, I, do, I did not cry during this book. Thank goodness. Uh, I came close. But I have yet to read a book that makes me cry. Oh, my God. Somebody give her a wreck that will just kill her, please. I wish. I want to feel something like that. I know. Like, sometimes I'm like, hmm, I just need somebody to tell me something. Like, tell Heartbreaking. Me a, a book that will, like, just smash my heart. Right. Um, This one, I mean, came close. I think that that's why it was a 4.5 for me. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was yeah. really good. I, You know, I've been in a book slump for the last two months amen sister and this one got me out of it i was like okay so i finished this on a weekend night i think it was like seven o'clock friday or saturday night i didn't even pause i just went on good uh kindle unlimited got the next one and just kept going (laughs) i was like oh i'm invested now i gotta keep going And it's crazy how books will, like, just grab you like that. And I think that whenever I was about three-quarters of the way through, I was like, yeah, I'm going to have to read the second one. Oh, yeah. And then you know there's a third coming out. Yes. Which I like the second one, but I'm not sure what else they could. I don't know. We'll we'll just have to see. You never know. You never know. Could be really good. Mm -hmm. Mm. I'm sure it will be. Yeah, no, I think that she did a good job writing this book. I agree. Um, so it takes place in Massachusetts, which I think is like the cutest. I love like the little New England towns I and know. during the fall and then because it started out in the fall and then kind of transpired into like summer months or whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought it was like a really cute little setting and like the little town. I was like, oh, I know. I could, You know what it reminds me of? Um, the neighborhood on Desperate Housewives, where the houses are all really big and older, and 
Mm-hmm. Like everyone's lot is cute, and the yards are big, and the kids are out in the uh, out in the front yard. That is the reason why I read books. Yes. Right? Because you and I have different opinions of what it looked like. I was thinking, like, Gilmore Girls-ish. I've never watched Gilmore Girls. Oh! Oh! Oh, <laughs> you break my heart. I've never seen oh. I'm going to die now. Okay. Next order of business, Blair, you're going to have to start watching some Gilmore Girls. It's very wholesome. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, so it's a uh, very, like, New England-ish town. Like, yeah. It's uh, the kind of bigger houses, but, like, older houses. Yeah. And, uh, the town's really small and stuff like that. So that's the vibe I got. You got a completely different vibe, and I love that about a book because you and I read the same thing, and we have different imagery. I think that that is the coolest thing about reading. I agree. I agree. Um, I definitely did have like face blindness with this one. Me too. I, I couldn't, I couldn't picture what either of them really looked like. I think I pictured Thayer. Is that how you say his name? Mm-hmm. I pictured him the most out of everyone. Like Salem couldn't really put like a look to her cause she didn't have, I mean, she had a personality obviously, but she wasn't like. Super girly or super tomboyish or super. She was just there. Yeah, she was. I don't want to use the word meh because she's not a meh character. Yeah. But she's she was just there. Yeah. Like, she was content with whatever she was doing. Yeah, she was very. I think that instead of going on about her physical appearance, I think that Michaela really did a good job on describing her personality within like she's mm-hmm. strong she's tough she's resilient you know she's all these things right and so I think that that's why I couldn't really picture what she p- would potentially look like because I was too worried about what was going on with within, within. Yeah. yeah yeah that's I mean yeah no I agree which is okay with me like I could see like a person like I imagined a person but it didn't really have any specific like look to her yeah I could if you asked me what she looked like, I couldn't tell you. But mm-hmm. yeah, I can I can see like the story playing out in my head. Yeah, right. Um, and so, yeah. But I think that she is a very very strong character. Oh, and absolutely. I think that um, what she's gone through in her past, and then what she goes on goes through within the book. I think really speaks highly of her and and her resiliency and a hundred percent, hundred percent. I just, I really felt for her at the beginning because you know when you look at the cover, you're like, oh, flowers, yeah, yeah. Which I saw a TikToker make a joke about flower covers the other day, but anyways, um, you look at it and you you don't expect it to be this heavy. This is a heavy book. It is, and you know. I hadn't got to the heavy part before we had discussed it on our book club. I hadn't even started it, so it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I think that the the crap with her dad and, like, how she has nightmares, that's, like, absolutely terrible. Um, Low-key, I would love to be an insomniac and be able to, like, just go for a run and be like, yeah, I'm happy, go for a run. But that's not my life. Yeah, so. like I wish that was my outlet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> exactly. Now I just, you know, read a book. Yeah. <laughs> but And go into more um, turmoil, <laughs> mental turmoil. Please give me something that will kill me inside. 
Um, yeah, and so I wish that that was my outlet. So that was why one takeaway from her, um, from her trauma. I mean, she, I think that she dealt with it the best way that she knew how. I think so too, and I, th- I mean, honestly, I think she did a pretty dang, dang good job. I think so too, because you know anybody else could have used it as an excuse, and you know, which I could have understood for sure. But I mean, she really, really overcame that. I mean, she was going to a therapist, and you know, all that, getting it off her chest, and not just not telling anybody. Yeah, and then um. But, yeah, I just I felt bad for her because it was, like, one thing after another and mm-hmm. after another. And then, you know, you get through it and you read and you're like, oh, my gosh, like, she's happy. And then, boom, something ha- something else happens. Right. Which was pretty sad, but yeah. it was good. Let's talk about their okay. <laughs> <laughs> the cute neighbor. He is a cute neighbor. You know, I was talking to um, one of the girls that has is in book club with us, and uh-huh. she was like, "Man, I just don't know about this book." Like, she was like, "I'm reading it, but like the age gap is like what kills me." She was like, I, "He is my age, and that would be like me dating a high schooler." And she was like, "I just can't get into that." Yeah. Which, yes. Hey. Hashtag, it's an age gap love story, love-ish story. Um, but, like, I, I kind of feel the same way. But I think, again, society, like, switches the roles. Like, it would be so taboo for a 30-year-old woman to date a high schooler. Right. <laughs> or somebody that's just recently graduated. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you if you think about it, yeah, an age gap that, like, major is pretty... It's like, what do y'all have in common? Yeah. You know what I mean? But also, on the other hand, personally, I thought that she was pretty mature. She is mature, and I think that she kind of had an old soul. I think so, too. You know, how she, like, spent a lot of time baking and mm-hmm. working at her mom's antique store. and Yeah. And then, sorry, I didn't mean no. to cut you off, but um, also he was like super, it's not like he was like creepy, like 30 year old, like, Ooh, young girl. You know what I mean? He was like, (laughs) (laughs) he was like, Loki, he was a little bit creepy though. Like he watched her a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I think that it, are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that it was more of him like caring. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think it was like creepy. You know what I mean? Yes and no. I mean, he has... Maybe I'm just naive. I don't know. (laughs) Well, no, I don't necessarily think that you're naive. I think that what what kind of makes me feel like he's, like, a little creepy is that he's kind of, like, always there. Yeah. You know? And it's like, what are you doing? Because it's a a single point of view story. Right. So it's just um, Salem's point of view. And so you don't know what Thayer is thinking, at least not in the first book. Yeah. And so I think that that's where it becomes problematic because you're like, 
is this guy like stalking her? Is he like watching her? And yeah. Granted, like she sits on the roof and watches him and, you know, whatever. But it, it's a little weird. It is weird. And it does become kind of endearing. Well, and it also is, it is a little, I don't know. He like kind of gave me the creeps at the beginning because I was like, what is this guy's story? Like, what is going to happen? Right. You know, I was not expecting it to go the route that it went. But just, I think what also made it a little worse is that he was so grumpy from the get go. <laughs> he is so grumpy. Like, dang, I would have been like, bye. Like, flipped him <laughs> off on the way out. <laughs> but that's because we're Southerners. Right? <laughs> like, actually, I'm taking my damn cupcakes and going home. So, yeah. have a great day. You know, I think that he became less creepy and more endearing as he started, like, going on runs with her. And just, like, kind of keeping an eye out for her in, in like, the pepper spray and stuff like that. Yeah. He, he became, as the story progressed, I think he became more endearing. Mm-hmm. And then when he built the gym in his basement and things like that, I was just like, dang. Like, he is, like, endearing. Like, he 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 wants what's best for her. Yeah. So... Like, and also, he it was just, like, little, like, thoughtful things. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, like, huge glamorous things. And he didn't want, I mean, although the, the home gym was, like, a big deal. Because that's not cheap. Everybody knows Well, that. and the concert, whenever he bought her, like, those expensive-ass yes! concert tickets, I was yes. like, dang. I know. Whip that credit card out, honey. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, business owner. <laughs> right? <laughs> Mr. Landscaper. I know. Um, did you hear my northern come out? <laughs> <Just there. laughs> I'm channeling in my sister. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I do like Thayer. I think that he... Um, is relatable once you get to a certain age you're like man i just don't want to be messed with like let me just sit here and do my landscaping yeah <laughs> you know yeah don't bother me um, and uh, i didn't like some of the names in this book yeah like who well okay it's crazy that you said that because i was just about to comment on something so tell me what you were gonna say okay so I'm not real crazy about his name. I just don't think that it fits him. Yeah, I can see that. I just feel like it's like, he's like this big, like, what I imagine is like tall, dark, and handsome, like muscles, like. What would you have named him? I don't know. Jacob? (laughs) (laughs) Jacob doesn't have dark hair. I was not picturing that. (laughs) Uh, it's okay. You can just say it was Jacob. Um, it, it, I don't know, but it wasn't. It wasn't Thayer, that's for sure. When I think of a, the name Thayer, I kind of think of like a fantasy book. I don't know why. Yeah, but I think of somebody that's like, like, I'm not saying that he wasn't sophisticated, but super sophisticated. Like, from, I don't know, like, not that. Not that. No. No. Not not his character. I feel like his name was way, way off. Way off. Yeah. What did you think about, like, Salem and Binks and Georgia? So, uh, Binks reminded me of Hocus Pocus right off the bat, and then later you figure right. out that's her first favorite movie. movie. Yes. yes. So I was like, okay, that's fitting, along with her name. Yeah. I, th- I thought her name was cute. 
Yeah. And I thought it fit her just because she's a little, not different, but she's, like, unique. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And um, I thought her sister's name was cute, Georgia. That was a cute name. Yeah. And um, I thought Forrest fit him. Yeah. He was so cute. Yeah. So cute. So inquisitive. Although, I will say, normally I don't like kids in books just because I feel like they're, like, like you're getting in the way, like go go on. <laughs> you're like ruining the moment. <laughs> Get to the smut, okay? We can't do smut with kids. Put the kid to bed and come on. <laughs> <laughs> or they're usually really creepy. I mean, yeah, yeah, like and Cecilia, Cecilia, and then the kid that was in Verity. You know, oh yeah, he was disturbed. Yeah, but yeah, no, um, uh, crew. Yeah. I didn't mind Forrest, but he was, I thought he was a little bit big for his britches, if you will. I, I have one of those. My godson is big for his britches and reminds me exactly, exactly of Forrest. I'm like, man, this is going to be my godson in a couple of months or a couple <laughs> of years. I'm just like, got to put his, got to put, put a him gate, in. gate around the pool. Right. Uh, you know. yeah. Um, yeah. Like. I think that there are some kids that are that advanced, and I. <laughs> well, no. When I say big for his britches, I mean like he was a little bit sassy. Mm-hmm. Like just. Yeah. Like no. you need to. You're a child, okay. <laughs> yeah. No. It's funny that you say that because that's my godson. Like yeah. seriously, like yeah. he's three, going on thirty-five. Oh dear. Yeah. So, no, totally get it. Um, but I, I did, I did like him a lot. I thought that he was. Such a, a cute kid. He was know? cute, and he's very smart. Very smart. Very inquisitive. And as you're listening to this, if you haven't read the book, spoiler alert, we keep using the the past tense, like he was, and that's because one of the triggers in this is that Forrest passes away in a drowning accident. And I remember when I read that, I sent you a text. I was like, no, not Forrest. Um, and I was so upset. I was like, he has to come back. He has to come back. And, like, I'm, like, texting you as I'm reading this. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, That's how I felt, too. I was just like, that I, part, I was like, oh. I hate this MFing book. Yes. One star. Negative 50 stars. Yeah. Because I can't deal with this. I know. It was, um, it was but you know what? As soon as they started saying, like, I can't find him, I can't find him. That's where your head went. Well, it did because I remembered there was one single line that wasn't really made a big deal in the beginning that said, you know, that where they were telling him, do not get in the pool by yourself. But it was real subtle. They just stuck it in there and then moved on, and it was not a big deal. The foreshadowing on that was so... So crazy. Yeah. I, whenever I read it, I was like, damn it, I should have, that's, I should have known. Yeah, well, you, I mean, you don't think anything of it because it's not like it was some huge deal. There was no accident. They were right there. I mean, for the most part, you know. Yeah. Not right there, but they were, I, th- I can't remember if they were there and just not paying attention or. Uh, he had walked outside and Salem was in the house, like making that's lunch right. or something like that. That's right. <laughs> yeah, no. That but it wasn't me. it wasn't like a big deal. Like she just said, you know, but he was face down in the pool. Like the first time? The first time. He was like he was pretending. He was like face down in the pool. And so I was like, <gasps> "Oh, hell no. Hell no." 
kid get um, out of the pool. I forgot that part. I think I was like, I think that was still in the beginning where he was still like getting on my nerves because you know I didn't want a kid to be in the book. But <laughs> well, you got your wish. Mental block. <laughs> got your wish. He's no longer in the book. Okay. Mental block. <laughs> um, what was your? Well, I probably know your least favorite part. What was your favorite part? My favorite part. <clears throat> I liked. Like, my absolute favorite part would have been the whole, like, concert situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, actually, that one and, like, whenever they were watching the movie um, with, when, after the smut scene, mm-hmm. when they were, like, watching Hocus Pocus, and it's, like, so, like, real life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the concert scene was, like, one of my favorites. It was, like, one of the most endearing. Because he was just like, no, let me take care of you and just stop. Like, just have fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that that was really cool. Because it takes a certain person to, to be able to do that, you know? Yeah, I think so, too. What was your favorite part? I don't know that I had, like, a super favorite part. Um, I just think that my favorite, like part of the book which wasn't like a specific chapter or page but it was just like watching their love kind of flourish you know and like just I felt like he was just so thoughtful and um just like super caring but didn't want like a whole bunch like very humble you know didn't want a bunch of credit and like and also thought this is another thing that I feel like her boyfriend her original boyfriend Caleb I felt really bad for him. Did you? A little bit. I, I did only because he's super, he was a super nice, you know, person. All American boy. Yeah. The golden retriever is the, what they call it. Oh. <laughs> um, I felt like he was super nice, but also that he was done wrong. Yeah. What, you know, to no fault of her own. You can't help how you feel. Yes. And I agree with that. I think that she did do him a bit dirty. Um, and I don't know, maybe it's because I'm reading a book. I just kind of skirt over morals, but I'm just like, ah, whatever. <laughs> um, but like in real life, I'd Whoops, be like, moving on. <laughs> well, that's kind of sucks for somebody, <laughs> but glad it ain't me. <laughs> uh, but yes, no, I agree. Um, I think that there, I think that, in the very beginning, you kind of saw the writing on the wall that their story was going to, like, fizzle out. Yeah, and, and there was some foreshadowing on that, too, because she had doubts, like, the entire time. Right. Even though she kept trying to justify it by saying, he's a great person, I love him, like, you know, it makes so much sense for us to be together, we've been together forever, da you know. But the craziest part of him is that he showed up at Forrest's um, funeral. And was, like, so there for her. And I was like, man. That takes a big person. Yeah. Mad props. Good job, Kayla. And not to mention the fact that him and Thayer did not even get along. Mm -mm. Speaking of Forrest's funeral, I thought it was so odd. Well, I guess not, looking back. Because he, like you know, was telling her, like, this is all your fault, blah, 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 like. What? 
he told her about? Well, <laughs> I don't remember that. I'm like, oh shit, did I just miss half the book? <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to cut that out. No. Uh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> don't do it. I'm gonna be getting ahead of myself. <laughs> oh, are you talking about book number two? Well, I can't remember because remember when they found him and then um But she wasn't anywhere around, you know? Yes, she was. No, she was sitting up on her roof. She was like I know, but he blamed her because um she he was too busy worrying about her. Oh. Well, that might be in the second book. I might be um no, I th- I think it was in this book. Well, okay. Well, very well could be. Hold on. Let me let me find this. Hold up. No, I guess you're right. I think I got ahead of myself because I remember they had the shower scene and then he's like, "You I you don't deserve or I don't deserve you, blah blah blah." I guess I never said any of that to her yet. Yeah. Or it wasn't revealed that he said that to her. Yeah, I don't remember a shower scene either. M- you are like, just stop, Blair. You're I like, just read it, right? <laughs> <laughs> what, what were you reading? Yeah, okay, maybe I just didn't read the last part of it because I was so distraught and I don't remember. Yeah, because they were in the shower because she had gone over there and he was drunk. <gasps> oh, yeah, I do remember yes, that. Yes, yes. Sorry. He yep. was, like, wasted. And so, um. anyway, yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. It was, like... Around whenever, um, my bad. Come on now, looking at me all crazy <laughs> over there. <laughs> okay, well, moving on. <laughs> so, what did you think about uh, the side story with the mom? Heartbreaking, it was heartbreaking, but she made it through. She did. Uh, that was a little bit of PTSD for me. I was like, oh, God, please I know. don't let her die. I know. I was reading it, and I was like, oh, man, this might be tough for Brittany. Yeah. It's okay. Moving on past that. Um, but I really liked the mom. I, I thought that she was very courageous, and you could see a lot of her personality in Salem. Yeah. Um, I think that she took on a lot. Um, also, Loki just loved that she was a little baker. Uh, I know. All the cupcakes, I'm like, oh, my God, these people are making cupcakes, like, all of the freaking time. Like, three times a day. <laughs> She's like, let's go make cupcakes. And you would think that that would be, like, a smutty, like, comment. But no, literally, they're just making a shit ton of cupcakes. Yeah. Um, but I, I liked the mom, and I really liked the fact that um, she has an antique shop, and after all she went through, it's called a checkered past. I was like, I know. Hey, you know what? That's pretty cool. I know. That was really special. Yeah. And I think that she just did so much for her kids. So I'm glad that uh, the author did not kill her off because that would have been just bad. Yeah. Would have been rough. Um, I also thought she was she was super strong, too, because she, you know, didn't let any of her past with her husband, you know, tarnish her sweet personality. You know, yeah, I thought no. she was super. She was just a good mom, like. You know, even though her daughters are grown, she was still like right there with them. You know, did things with them, and but she wasn't. She wasn't like super controlling either. No, 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 no. She was like the perfect balance. What did you think of whenever Georgia was trying to set up their mom with their 
I was like, girl, back <laughs> your butt up. <laughs> Get back. Yeah. Get back. Uh, dibs, go sit down. <laughs> <laughs> and you know Salem was thinking that. She was like, mm, no, no, mom. Don't, yeah. don't do that to me. Because she, she kept asking her, do you like him or something? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> back up. Back up. Oh, goodness. Too funny. I, um, you asked one of my favorite parts and I just kind of remembered this one. Um, whenever they go to the job site and that guy starts hitting on Salem and and there's like, no, get the hell out. Yeah. Pack up your shit. Go. You're fired. You ain't talking to girls like this. Yeah. And I thought that it was really cool how he was so protective of Salem, but also, not just for his own benefit, but for her benefit because of what she went through. Right. With her dad. Right. But my thought, and please help me with this. I thought that maybe she would have had an issue with the age gap because of what happened to her in her past. Yeah. Um. And I would be really interested to see what the author why she wrote it as an age gap like that with her abusive past. I guess to fit the story of having a, maybe the the, ba- the child, I don't know. I mean, I guess he could have been younger and still had a six-year-old. I don't know. Yeah. It's a good question. We'll have to ask Michaela. Michaela Schmelzer, hit us up in our DMs and let us know. <laughs> Yeah, so that was kind of what I thought about throughout the book was, you know, how is, she, one, she okay with this? And two, the, is it just because she has healed so much and she's, like, over it um, to where it's not like a, it's not like an issue for her anymore? But low-key, it is an issue if you can't sleep. Yeah. Oh, very much so. I don't know. I, I, I didn't, You know, I never wondered that until you just asked. It's a good question. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is because of the kid. Mm-hmm. Well, how old was he in the book? 30? Uh, he was 31, ended up being 32, I guess, by the time of the end of the book. Yeah, so, I mean, that's... It's a pretty big age gap. Yeah. It is. It's, what, thir- 12, 13 years? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. 13 years, yeah. I mean, maybe to fit the, the narrative of having a six-year-old, but I, like I said. I mean, you could have made him like 26. Yeah, or 27. Yeah. Uh, even as low as like 24. Okay, let's just be honest. Yeah. Um. Oh, his ex-wife. Oh. Cuckoo for freaking Cocoa Puffs. I wanted to slap her. What are you doing with my husband? <laughs> Bitch. You you ain't in this relationship anymore. Yeah, this is not a love triangle. Okay, back up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who does this girl think she is? But you know what? It's always, not always, but nine times out of ten, all the nice guys, all the thoughtful guys that are divorced ended up with somebody like that that was just a complete bitch and just ruined them. Like, why? Yeah. True. Like, get out. <laughs> Stop ruining good men. Yes. Even though I have one and you have one. Oh, yeah. Stop ruining good men for our friends, okay? Literally. 
We have, a, we have a list of people that need husbands. So <laughs> we're recruiting. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> if only we could recruit characters from <laughs> Right? Oh, my gosh. So uh, what, besides the drowning part and, like, the super sad parts, did you have any parts that were like, ugh, I don't like this? I'm trying to think. <clears throat> Um, I don't think so, besides the fact that it kind of pissed me off whenever, uh, like, after the, after the drowning, how she went to, like, straight to Michael's, um, dorm. Caleb's dorm? Yes, I'm sorry, why did I say Michael? Caleb's dorm, um, for comfort. I'm like, hold on, don't do that, don't do that to him. Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily like an ick or anything like that, but it pissed me off for him because I'm like, you literally told him you don't want him anymore. And you Right. But at that time, or maybe was it before? Yeah, no, it was when she broke up with him, she told him she had cheated on him. I'm like, you literally cheated on him, told him you didn't want him anymore, and then left, and now you're back. Like, no, don't come crawling back. Right. That made me mad. I was like, okay, that's irritating. Yeah, and I didn't like Like, make up your mind. Yes, I agree with that. And then also, I really just didn't like Caleb's mom. I thought that she was uh-uh. like, ugh, this woman. Like, your son is already, like, going to a prestigious college and this, that, and another. Like, why are you going to take his summer away with his girlfriend? She's not even moving with him. Like, come on. No, sometimes they just can't. Like, no, I agree. You know, moms don't want to let go of their Little boy that's growing up and, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, uh, Lord rest her soul. My mother-in-law was kind of like that in the very, very infancy of mine and my husband's relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it kind of drove a wedge. But then she realized that I wasn't going anywhere. And yeah. I knew that she wasn't going anywhere. And then we developed this really amazing relationship but it was like we had to just let our shit go yeah because i held a lot of animosity against her for treating my husband that way like yeah that i wasn't important or valid in my husband's life yeah and then she held on animosity towards me because i wasn't a very nice person yeah you know so um but our relationship became like such a beautiful like Daughter, daughter in law, mother in law. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, well, that's good. I'm glad something you know it, it became positive. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, if his mom would have just gave her a chance, well, some moms just can't because I mean, like in that instance, you have to realize. I mean, I don't have children, but I can only imagine like how hard it is to like let them go, like let them grow up and like leave the house and you know find somebody. That's their number one person, but especially for males. Like, when male leaves the house and gets married and has kids, like, mom is no longer the number one priority. Yeah. I mean, I'm not she saying she's not. Place, right. Yeah. No, I'm not saying she's not, but, like, he has new responsibilities and a new, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I think that she was just trying to hold on to him for a little bit longer because, yeah. you know, when you go off to college – Moms don't get called very often. And That's stuff true, like that, but, but she also didn't have to be shitty about Salem. 
I know. Yeah. No, 100% full, fully agree with that. I think that she was uh, one of the uh, enemies of the book. Mm. For sure. <laughs> but a lot of good came out of it. Like, let's just be honest. I mean. Yeah, like concert night. Concert that would have never happened. Right. So. O-M-G. Okay, hold on. I just thought of another gross <laughs> Your face is like so excited. <laughs> Give it not, to me, girl. Come on, tell I'm me. I'm not excited. <laughs> I'm not because I was like, why put that in there? How about <laughs> where are you going with this? <laughs> okay, so after the concert, you know, they stayed in the hotel. And he woke or she woke up and was like dry humping his leg. <laughs> in my life like is that a Never, universe? Is, is that a thing is that, please somebody is, drop it to the ds is that a thing no do not drop that in our ds <laughs> is that a universal sign for i want you or what <laughs> are we docs now like why are oh. we dry humping each other <laughs> oh my gosh i was like literally dying <laughs> i was like oh no she did not wait did she Oh, she did. And then he admitted that he, like, like later on that he, like, whacked off in the bathroom afterwards. I'm like, this is so cringy. <laughs> like, what are these people doing <laughs> that makes you think that this is okay? <laughs> I don't know, but I read that and I was like, Why? <laughs> Why was that necessary? I don't know. Maybe, maybe Michaela can tell us why. <laughs> Michaela, girl, <laughs> I loved every sentence except that one. <laughs> yeah, no, that was definitely wild. Well, it was just like, what was that for? <laughs> maybe you that know? was a smut scene, just preparing <laughs> us for some smut, <laughs> like the foreshadowing. <laughs> There was a lot of foreshadowing throughout the book. Oh, dear. (laughs) Okay. So the final thing. Let's talk about the cliffhanger. Okay. So you said, as I'm reading this, you're like, oh, just wait till the cliffhanger. That cliffhanger was a pretty big one. Uh, Yeah. So does it pick up in the second book from that it does however it picks up six years later oh well that's for another podcast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was good and the the second book was really good i feel like it was a tad bit drawn out um just a tad it was good but it could have been a little bit shorter well maybe we'll have to cover that one in the next couple of episodes definitely definitely it was really good so as always We are looking for book recs. Blair and I have been in a reading slump, so we definitely need some good recs. Like, this is helping us get out of our slump, but drop into our DMs, post on Facebook, wherever you want to. Text us if you have our phone numbers, whatever, and give us some good book recs because we definitely need them. Yeah, especially if if you really loved a book and you just 
like want someone to read it to talk with you about it, please recommend it because that's what we want too. Right. We want to talk with people about things. And also, some of my favorite episodes of our podcast is when we bring people on. Yes. Absolutely. So, we love special guests. And so if you rec- recommend a great book and we just absolutely love it and you're in the area, um, we may ask you to be on the podcast. Yep. Woohoo. That would be fun. Yeah, it would. So you can find us at by the cover underscore podcast on Instagram. Definitely. Uh, Blair has been doing some really awesome TikToks. They're really funny. So go and like our TikToks too. Absolutely. And then don't forget to follow us on Facebook as well. And once again, thank you so much for joining us today. We really enjoyed this book and we hope you did too. And we will see you next time. Bye.